All right, it is, I believe, is this the 20th episode? I gotta check. I gotta check, because I never know. I never know. Let's see. Let me, let me check a Rooney. I really should be more prepared, but I'm not. And also, I kind of don't care. It is. It is episode 22-0 of the Run In My Mouth podcast. I am your excited for a 20th episode host, Erin, and allow me to run my mouth for a little bit. So I'm not going to lie. Today I'm a little light on topics, but I do have some things to talk about because I do have some things I'm looking forward to. First off, it's the day after the Super Bowl, and let me tell you, I don't care. <laughs> like, I just, some you know, something you can never get me to care about was sports and this one major sporting event. I'm just not super enthused. I don't think I've cared about the Super Bowl since Lady Gaga did the halftime show. Whatever year that was, I think that was, um, I don't even know what year that was, 2018, question mark? I don't know. Someone will correct me. Um, but that was the only, uh, that was like the last halftime show that I actually like tried to watch. Because, you know, back then, back in the Disney, I was a little monster. So, of course, I had to see Mother perform. And um, that was pretty nice, I guess. This was going into... I think Art Pop, or maybe Jolene. Did I say Jolene? Joanne. (laughs) Not that much of a fan these days. Not for her fault or anything like that. I just, I'm not really super into Lady Gaga's music just because, I don't know. I just am not. There really is no explanation for it. But, um, yeah, that's the last time I actually cared about the Super Bowl. Now, I will say one thing. I do like the Olympics. They're very whimsical to me. You know, this huge sporting event where a bunch of countries from around the world are gathering to compete. That's actually pretty fun to me. I like the Olympics. I can stand the Olympics. Um, But anything else, you know, I'm just not super into it. Um, I did kind of, I was maybe not upset is the right word. It's definitely upset is not the right word, but I was kind of interested to see the halftime show just a little bit. You know, now it's the day after seeing all the buzz around it. Um, I'm sure it was great. I still haven't seen the performance in full. I've only seen snippets of it. Um, But it was probably just fine. Um, Travis Kelsey's team won. Yay, I guess. I don't know. I I guess the Swifties are happy about that? Question mark? I don't know. Maybe all this is like the whole... Taylor Swift fan obsession with the Kansas City Chiefs is very foreign to me because, I mean, aside from when I was a self-proclaimed little monster back when I was like in middle school, I haven't really cared about the musicians that I listen to's personal life really like at all. Probably because the kind of music that I listen to, which this is sounding very not like the other girlsy, but it really is the case for the kind of music that I listen to. But there's just really not that much emphasis on the musicians, like, as personalities, you know? They just they just kind of make the music, and then they skedaddle. It's like, that kind of is where it starts and stops. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, a metal musician that has that kind of following, and the only one that I can kind of think of is um, 
Noah something or the other from Bad Omens, but I mean, Bad Omens can barely be considered a metal band these days, which I I don't care. Um, and also because his following is primarily female. Well, okay, I, I won't say that is... Listen, from the one concert that I've been to, it seems to me that Bad Omens following is primarily female, and I don't know how that happened. I genuinely don't know how that happened. Like, that is vexing me. You know, I made... <laughs> I made a video on my main channel um, ranking every band that I've seen live, which you should watch. It's on there. It's fun. It's a nice video. Um, and I mean, I wasn't really thinking about it before, but now that I do think about it, it is like, yeah, why Why were there so many like girls there, you know? And it's like, it's not saying that girls can't enjoy metal. I am one of the many girls that I've met that do enjoy metal and more, I guess, intense music I'm putting that in big air quotes by the way because yeah anyways but I don't know that is kind of interesting to think about but um you know Taylor Swift a big part of her brand I guess is that she's Taylor Swift and therefore that is why people care maybe I don't know but you know since being a Gaga stan when I was like 12 I just can't see myself really caring about a musician's personal life all that much. Now, I will say, I haven't, like, been keeping tabs on him or anything like that, but every so often you'll get, like, a nugget of Johnny Craig news. Like, the most recent thing is that he's apparently starting up another band, which, why, I don't know. But that's mainly because he has kind of injected himself into the, I will say, more post-hardcore scene so much by being in, like at least one, maybe two if you want to consider Imarosa to be this, but at least one really prominent band and having that crash and burn in a very, uh, we'll say spectacular, not necessarily spectacular as in good, but definitely a sight to see. Um, so I guess there's that, but I don't know. It is more pop music in, I guess, just pop music that has the person at the forefront rather than the music um and I don't know I'm just not into it also I feel like now this is gonna be a hot take because not only is this hot but it's also mildly uninformed because I barely listen to any k-pop but I would hazard a guess that if you removed the idols from the k-pop and you were just left with the music, it probably wouldn't be as popular as it is. Because from the K-pop that I have heard and listened to, it's just kind of regular pop music. Which, I mean, there's nothing wrong with regular pop music. I used to really be into, like, regular pop music. Like, top 40 type of stuff that you would hear on the radio. There are some bangers in there. But, I don't know. To me, I feel like K-pop, if we're breaking it up into, like, ratios... I feel like K-pop is like 80-20 idols versus the actual music, you know? So, I don't know. It's just, I guess, an observation I had. The The Super Bowl was yesterday. I was talking to my dad yesterday, I guess, before it started. For some reason, I don't know. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention to begin with, but I thought the Super, like the actual football game itself started way earlier. But I was making dinner at like, um, it was around 7 o'clock. And I was talking to my dad, and he was like, oh, the Super Bowl's about to start. I got to get off the phone. And I'm like, I thought it already 
I thought it was already going on. I thought we were like halfway through it, at least by now. But um, apparently not. <laughs> apparently not. Um, yeah, I told him like I'm I'm not watching the Super Bowl. I don't really care that much. And he's like, you know, you need you need to you need to watch because you need to learn from all the commercials. And this is like this is the the I don't know Hall of Fame of like advertising. It's like first of all, I hate watching commercials. Any device that I can put an ad blocker on, I put an ad blocker on it. Like I do not care for commercials oh at all, um, which is really ironic considering. The majority, no, the entirety of my job is literally making commercials that people see on television. So it's like, that's an interesting take to have, you know, considering my job. I like the stuff that I make, obviously, but I don't make, I don't make things for companies. I should say that I make things primarily just for like the station that I work at. It's called station promotion. It's very self-explanatory, but that is my primary job. Um, and to have that be my primary job and also be someone who is like kind of anti-advertising, funny, honestly, kind of funny. It's a little funny. You got to admit it. It's a little funny. But, um, also, I don't know, to me, it just feels like Super Bowl ads aren't really hitting like they used to. And there's no, you know, there's no surprise anymore. They all get released like before the actual game itself. So it's like, okay, I mean, what's the point of watching during the actual game when I could just watch them online and why am I going online to watch commercials like okay I'm being very contrarian right now which I try not to be but you know it's just it's just coming out I'm not about to watch a football game for the commercials I'm not about to watch a football game period I'm certainly not about to watch one specifically for the commercials so that people can try to sell me things and it's like you know I'm not immune to advertising I've been influenced before have I enjoyed it? No, because most of the time, the things that I've been influenced to purchase have been rather lackluster. So, I don't know. I'm not, yeah. Super Bowl for me is just one thing that is just like snoozeville. It's like a major event for, I would say, the majority of the United States. But for me, Z's. It's just Z's. Like, I could not, I could not care at all. So, moving on. What I did do this weekend that was pretty exciting is that I, which I don't know, exciting to me may not be exciting to others like the Super Bowl, I guess. But anyways, I saw it. So the um, the movie Dune was re-released in IMAX and I went and saw that this Saturday. And honestly, I've seen. OK, so when it was initially released, I watched it in IMAX and then I watched it again, maybe like a couple of weeks later in like standard definition and I watched it again in IMAX this Saturday and I'm like man this this cinema really is back long live cinema I agree Denny Villeneuve long live cinema you know and also I think I might be able to kind of pinpoint what it is about the Dune movie that really does it for me and I think it's just like the scale like everything in Dune is just huge, like from all of the spaceships and all of the like machinery and the buildings and the sandworms, everything is just large. And I don't know what it is about that that specifically appeals to me, but I do like it a lot. And the soundtrack, we cannot forget the soundtrack. The soundtrack plays a tremendous part in that, I think. Um, so yeah, I, oh, and there's also a little special feature at the end, you get a little scene from the new movie that's coming out March 1st, which I will be seated, 
I will be seated in the theaters for that when it comes out. Trust and believe. I initially thought I was going to do like a little double feature. I don't even know if they're really going to be doing that at any theater that I'm going to be at. And also considering I have seen it so recently, I don't know if I want to see it again that recently. Or rather, I don't know if I want to pay to see it again that recently. But um, yeah, what a what a what a great movie. I just like it a lot. I don't know. It, it feels just like the, again, the large scale of it, the epicness of the story itself is like, I don't know. And by epic, I don't mean like 2012 era, like, oh, that's epic. But epic as in, you know, really long poems talking about adventures, that kind of epic, like the epic of Gilgamesh or I don't know. Is Gawain and the Green Knight, is that an epic is that technically an epic? I don't know. I'm not about to look it up either. Um, yeah, and also something that occurred to me is that the first movie really only covers like the inciting incident of the first book. And that's like kind of it. Like there's, you know, up until Paul meets, or I guess goes with the um why am I why am I forgetting the Fremen? Um, and then and then it ends. And then after that, I don't know what. Part two is going to portray probably a little bit more with the um, the emperor and the empire and all that. Honestly, the less I know, the better. I want to go in completely new, completely blind, completely not knowing what's going to happen. I mean, I do have a general idea. Well, okay. I don't have a general idea of what the next movie is going to be, but I do have a general idea of the story of Dune like in general, because after I'd seen it for the first time, I went like on the Dune wiki, did a little clicking around, a little bit of reading. And I'm not gonna lie, it gets weird. It gets really weird. Like, I don't know if this is, I mean, listen, this this book series came out, what, in like the 60s, the 70s? A really long time ago. It came out a while ago. But at some point, Paul is like gonna turn into a, like an eternal, like, millennial living sandworm. And there's, they like, resurrect Duncan Idaho and like, make clones of him. It's a lot, actually. And also, I find it very funny that in this this movie that takes place, what, like 10,000 years in the future, they have a guy whose last name is Idaho? Like, do they, do they know what Idaho, do they know where Idaho is? Do, is? Does Idaho still exist? I would think not, because the reason that humanity is like, you know, elsewhere is because Earth is uninhabitable, I think. So like... Why is his name Duncan Idaho? Like, listen, a lot of fantasy and I guess sci-fi. Well, I, yeah, I guess this kind of goes into sci-fi a little bit. But a lot of fantasy series and video games do get a little bit of flack for like the wacky names. But Duncan Idaho, like, that's a choice. It's a choice, you know? It's just, I just find it funny. That's really it. I just find it funny that his name is Duncan Idaho. <laughs> like that's so random anyways um yeah I had a lot of fun watching that um can't wait for this next movie to come out oh my goodness I am so prepared for it like long live cinema what el what else can I say long live cinema but um you know as I was uh you know watching the credits as they roll because I like to watch the credits when they roll because I just like to watch the credits um, and also because there's going to be special features afterwards. Also, the people who are sitting in the row behind me, they like got up and left as soon as the credits started rolling. And I'm like, those silly billies, they won't see the special features. 
excited though. It really was just like one scene from the movie. So, I mean, it's not that special of a feature, but I don't know. Not even that much behind the scenes footage. I would have liked a little bit more behind the scenes footage, in my opinion, but it is what it is. But anyways, as I was watching the credits roll, the credits for Dune are like pretty long because they shoot in like a bunch of different locations and there's like a bunch of VFX work that was done. And so, you know, obviously all those people who worked on it need to be credited. And something occurred to me, I was watching them, like all of those names that you see during the credits, those are all like people, right? Those names like belong to somebody. Like my name belongs to me and your name belongs to you, right? And you are a person and I am a person. And it's like, with the advent of AI, what they're trying to do is like eliminate the people. And it's not like, you know, they're going out and shooting these people execution style, but you're eliminating livelihoods from people who have worked probably a really long time to learn how to do what they do and to perfect their craft. And, you know, it is possible. I hope it won't happen, but it is possible that at some point in the future, probably not that far into the future, you know, a large scale movie like Dune won't have as many names behind it because they're cutting corners by using AI. And that just doesn't sit right with me. Like, I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but I don't really see that being a good thing either, you know? Having less people work on something. I mean, there there is a case to be made for not having too many cooks in the kitchen, but if you don't have enough cooks in the kitchen, then stuff starts to burn, and you don't want stuff to burn. You want it to be cooked correctly. So, I don't know. It just feels like turbo capitalism. That doesn't, I, I don't like it. That's really all there is to say. I'm not liking this uh, turbo capitalist society that we live in. So, yeah, can't really do much about it though. I am but one person, so, and there are people much more dedicated than I that actually can do things about them. So I'm just gonna leave it to them. But for right now, I can complain. That is what I can do, I can complain, and I'm complaining about it. When I watch a movie, I wanna see all those names. I wanna dignify all those people who spent a long time learning how to do what they do and, you know, spending a long time perfecting what they do to bring me things that bring me joy. And I'm willing to pay for it. So it's like, what what's wrong with that, you know? I guess a lot of people aren't willing to pay for it because a lot of people don't value art. But um, that's a whole other conversation to be had. So enough of enough of that depressing talk let's get to something exciting so as i was working on my latest main channel video where i ranked every band that i've seen live i said that you know oh i know Era's putting out a new album this april i wonder if they'll go on tour to support it and you know what happened they went well they announced a tour they didn't go it, it's not happening yet but they announced a tour to support cure I'm so happy. And I got the tickets. I got the tickets. I got the tickets. I got the tickets. I was so happy for that because, oh my gosh. So I, this isn't, 
happen all the time, but the last two times that I've, you know, seen a tour announcement on Reddit, I've been able to get a pre-sale code. And for um, the Omni Affliction, mine actually ended up working, but I got the pre-sale code for um, Era's tour and I tried to use it at the venue that I'll be going to and it just straight up wouldn't work. It just would not work. I don't know why. Like, it, it seemed to be a, some kind of glitch. Like, the code actually worked. I just couldn't get any farther into Ticketmaster's stupid checkout process. But eventually, once the tickets went on sale for the public, I was able to secure my ticket to Sierra in their hometown of Birmingham. Like, I like that. I like that I'm able to do that. You know, I don't have to, I don't have to fly. I will have to drive a, well, it's not really a prolonged distance, but I will have to drive quite a bit for this trip, which I'm not super looking forward to, but it'll be fine. It'll be worth it and it'll be fun. So I am so excited to see Era once again on tour in their hometown, in my, in our home state of Alabama. Like that means something to me. And I like that. However, I didn't anticipate that <laughs> seeing the Amity Affliction and Arrow would be so close together because they're literally a week and a half apart. So I'm going to be doing a great deal of traveling. And that's definitely going to be a lot for me. And I'm going to have to take like a few days off of work, but whatever. I deserve the time off. So I don't think I will have an issue with that. But, you know, it'll be fun. I just hope some more really nice tours get announced. I'm looking at you, Invent Animate. That's really the, well, okay, no, that's not the last one. I still am waiting for Periphery to announce something. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be, I'm sitting, I'm sitting and I'm waiting. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be there when y'all are there, but I'm, sit, I'm waiting. And uh, of course, I'm still waiting on Invent Animate to, and now it's a 10th anniversary Everchanger tour. I'm not losing hope. I'm not losing hope. But it's only February. It's only February and we have the rest of the year. So, like, I have plenty of time. In fact, I don't think I've looked at the Metalcore subreddit for, like, most of the day. So I'm going to have a little perusal. And maybe, 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 maybe there'll be something waiting on me. I doubt it. But, you know... A girly pop can dream. Let's see here. I am seeing no announcements. Nothing here. Nothing. Nope. Nope. Nothing there. Yep. That's uh, nothing today. That doesn't mean there can't be anything tomorrow. Because, I mean, it's only Monday. I am recording this a day later than I would have liked. But it was raining a lot yesterday. And my light started flickering. And I was like... I don't want my power to go out in the middle of me trying to record this podcast because if I do, I'm not really sure what's going to happen. I think the the file just like might not save, which will be annoying, but that's not the worst thing that could happen. My hard drive being corrupted, maybe, but the file not being saved, probably fine. And also, I kind of thought I was going to go to a show yesterday night, but again, it was raining so much. I was like, it was going to start at 8 or no, I think it was going to start at nine, actually. And I was like, in bed, just like laying in my bed, it was 730. And I was like, you know what? 
I'm gonna just have to stay home. Like I'm so comfy right now and I have work tomorrow. And it's like, I need, I would like to have a full night's rest because I got out of the Dune showing at like 10 o'clock Saturday night. So I'm like, you know what? Let me sleep. Let me sleep. Let me sleep. So I ended up staying in yesterday. So yeah. Um, you know what? Something just occurred to me. It's also about to be, oh man. Oh wow. It's also about to be the 10th anniversary of The Sims 4 coming out, which also coincides with my birthday. So I will turn 25 on September 2nd and The Sims 4 will turn 10 years old. That's crazy. Now real interest Aaron Heads will know, I am, I am a Sims stan. Um, had some opinions about The Sims 4. Honestly, I think the game that it is now is a lot better than the game that it was on September 2nd, 2014, but I can't believe it's been 10 years. I feel old. I still remember where I was when the release date was announced. It was, um, when was that actually? I think it was the summer of that year during E3. I was at home during the summer because I am most summers. However, I think I was doing dual enrollment during that time. So I didn't know if I would be back in time to actually watch EA's presentation during E3, which by the way, RIP E3, she had a good run, but she's dead now. S sorry to see her go, but it also may or may not be time. But anyways, I was at home and I was watching EA's presentation at E3 and they popped up the little date on screen releasing September 2nd, 2014. I was like, that's my birthday. I was so happy about that and um, ended up acquiring it because <laughs> I sure didn't buy it. I ended up acquiring it um, that day and it was just, I don't know, it was kind of, I mean, the, the hardware that I was working with at that time wasn't superb, but I mean, it was kind of half of a game at that point. Um, if I remember, you know, back to that time playing The Sims 4 for the first time, it was definitely missing some things, you know, it was just, I mean, we didn't even get toddlers, like, a life stage that has been in the last, I don't know if it was in one, but it's definitely in two and three. So by then it had been a standard, you know, you didn't even get that until what, a couple years ago, maybe three years ago by now, maybe like 2020, something like that. So it's like, huh, you know, I mean, honestly, I think all Sims games have their problems. It's kind of become apparent to me as I've, you know, done some reading on it that um, Sims 2 was just rushed, just rushed because maybe it was because of the mythical server fire that probably didn't happen, or maybe because they were just on a really tight release schedule for some reason. Um, Sims 3 was an aesthetic shift that I don't think a lot of people liked. I remember Sims were not affectionately referred to as pudding faces because of the way they looked. Um, but I think aesthetically, Sims 4 looks really good. Like, I like the art style of Sims 4. You know, Sims 2 is kind of dated by now. I mean, it can you know what also can 2004, hold, wait, hold, yeah, what, yeah, yes, question mark? I think the Sims 4 is, no, the Sims 2 is about to turn 20? Hold up, hold up, hold up. We're about to have like two major anniversaries for this, this franchise. 
Oh, hold on. Sims 2 release. September 14th, 2004. It's about to be 20 years of The Sims 2. Wow. Right in that same month. I hope, I hope The Sims team has something planned, okay? Because these are two, like, major, like, anniversaries. 20 years for The Sims 2. 10 years for The Sims 4. I'm not sure about The Sims 3. That came out in 2009. So I'm trying to remember. That might be fifth. Is it 15? Hold on. Yeah, June 2nd. They're about to have, like, three... Like major milestones this year. If I'm, I did the math for Witness that also came out in 2009. So this year would be its 15th year. So wow, 20. What about number numero uno? How long has it been? I think it's been that one came out in like 2000. Uh, let me see, Sims one release date February 4th. So that already passed. I mean, it's only been like 24 years, not to like harsh their mellow. It's not a nice round number. Next year will be 25, uh, yeah, 25 years, duh. But um, wow, I hadn't even thought about that until literally just now. So 20 years for The Sims 2, 15 years for The Sims 3, and 10 years for The Sims 4, all within like this year. That's pretty, that's pretty major, you know. I haven't played a single Sims game in, it's been several, okay, not several, it's been a couple of years now, um, but that is kind of a big deal, I don't know, it feels like a big deal to me, you know, the Sim, I'm not, I'm gonna stop pretending that, ooh, The Sims is just this, this little underground indie game that I played when I was a kid, like, no, that was a super popular franchise, and for these three, like, anniversaries to coincide in the same year, that's pretty major to me i hope it's major to the sims team and i hope they have something planned and that's all i have to say um i haven't played the sims 4 in a really long time i haven't played the sims 3 probably since i streamed it on my main channel which i think it's been well over a year by this point and the sims 2 probably even longer but gosh that game franchise does hold a special place in my heart i greatly greatly enjoy it and that's really all I have to say. I don't know. I have thought about going back and revisiting something for a video. So when I was <laughs> when I was in high school, starting from I think I was like 13 to when I was 16. Or no. I think this specifically that I'm about to talk about, I started when I was 14 and I stopped around when I was 16. So in Older Sims games, like uh, Sims 3 and Sims uh, 2, and probably 1, but 1 is like the only Sims game that I haven't really played all that much, and I mean, maybe I should, I don't know, I just haven't really had a desire to really at all, but it was a lot easier than it is currently with The Sims 4 to have custom neighborhoods, and what I ended up doing is, oh my gosh, this is bringing back so many memories, I had a custom neighborhood in The Sims 2 called Booth Bay Harbor, and I also had a Simbler during that time, and I had an entire storyline going with this one neighborhood that I had in The Sims, where I'd play, and I would take screenshots, and I'd post, post them to Tumblr, and people actually really liked it. I had a 
you know, I mean, for that time on Tumblr, it wasn't really all that much, but I had a decent sized active, I should say, following, um, all watching the shenanigans going on in Booth Bay Harbor. And I don't know, maybe I should, I have thought about doing it, but I just really don't know what a video like that would look like, I guess. Um, so I don't know, I guess I gotta plan at least one Sims video this year, because I mean, 20 years, goodness. I did have a script that I kind of abandoned because it got obscenely long about my, um, my favorite, I guess, fanfiction? Question mark? I guess it is a fanfiction, um, for The Sims called Fortune and Romance, which is unfortunately unfinished as of now. I don't think it really will ever be finished, um, but gosh, yeah, I really have to start planning something because this is like 20 years of The Sims 2. That's crazy. That's wild to think about. Like, yeah, huh? I don't know. I don't know. So many emotions. Like, yeah, I know I'm just saying no words right now, but I'm just thinking about, you know, the time that I had when I was playing The Sims a lot when I was in high school. Like, I would you know, just wait to come home every day from school just so I could play The Sims, play Booth Bay Harbor and post screenshots and write, you know, more wacky storylines for this soap opera-esque neighborhood that I had created and post them on Tumblr. And it's like, I mean, that Tumblr still exists, by the way. I'm not going to say what it is. I mean, you could, I literally just told you what the neighborhood was. I don't know how easy it would be to Google, but I mean, if you are industrious, you could probably find it. But, um, I mean, yeah, I, sh I really should plan something. I don't know. You know, it really was just like a simpler time, me being in high school and coming home every day and playing The Sims. Like, it really was just a simpler time. Things are just so much more complicated these days. And not because the world has gotten any more complicated, but because I'm an adult, that's why it's become complicated. And I... You know, I could try to play The Sims again today, but I don't think my whimsy will be captured like it did when I was 13, 14, 15 years old. You know, I'm just I'm just not that age anymore. And I mean, I still have like an imagination. Duh, I'm a writer, but it just won't be the same. I know it just won't be the same. And I think that's why I haven't really been playing because it just hasn't been the same. You know, I can't, I can't capture those emotions anymore. You know, gosh, this has gotten depressing. I really didn't want it to be like that, but that's just, that really is the truth. It just, it's, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what else to say other than I miss being 13 years old and playing The Sims after school every day. That's really all I can say. Now, now I'm an adult. Like, you know, are things objectively better? Like, I have an entire house that is mine. I mean, I didn't buy it, but, you know, I have my own space instead of just my bedroom. I don't really have to answer to anyone because I'm an adult. I have my own money. I can probably buy whatever I wanted instead of having to ask my parents. But all of that traded for, you know, paying bills just the weight of the world on you as an adult. And I'm not even someone who has kids. God, if I was, then everything would be different. But, you know, things are just different. I don't know. I do remember 
that I would think sometimes, like as I was, you know, playing The Sims or playing Booth Bay Harbor um, and, you know, taking screenshots and uploading them in Tumblr, I would wonder to myself, like, man, I wonder if I'll still be playing The Sims when I'm in college. And like I was, I was playing The Sims when I was in college. And I mean, by then I had abandoned my uh, my Simbler, but I think I made another one when I was in my unemployment era. And that definitely sustained me for a while, um, emotionally anyway. Um, but it's like, yeah, sometimes things just end. And I mean, it's still around. It's still around for me to play. I still have all three games, well, two, three, four, installed on my computer. I could play them whenever I wanted, but it's like, it just won't be the same. That That's really all there is to it. It just won't be the same. And I know there have been a lot of people in the Sims community currently and when I was a kid who were, you know, my age or older, regularly playing and, you know, interacting with the community in the way that I was when I was a teenager. But for me, I don't know. Maybe I should just let, just let it go and just do it, but I just don't think it would be the same. I know it wouldn't be the same. So this has gotten really sad. <laughs> I, I was talking about seeing era. I I don't even know how I got on this subject. I mean, there's really nothing else to say about seeing era. I'll be seeing era this summer and it'll be fun. Well, will that be the summer? April, April, April is spring. I'll be seeing era this spring. And I'm hoping that there will be some more um, concerts announced that I can go to. But, um, yeah, that's, um, that just made me sad. Oh, no. Oh, we gotta, oh, we gotta move on. Oh, we gotta move. A-W-N. Um, and some lighter news. <laughs> I don't know. The IRS just told me my, okay, it wasn't the IRS, it was Intuit. Just told me my refund is on the way, which my refund is only gonna be, like, $200, which I don't really know how that works. Like, why did I get, like, two grand the first time that I filed taxes and why am I only getting a couple hundred why am I getting crumbs now where's my money that I'm supposed to well I don't even know if I'm supposed to get it but that I got the first time you know and I was you know when I was in school which I don't even know why the kids were talking about it they weren't filing taxes so they're talking about their parents I guess everyone would talk about like oh you know I'm gonna do this this and this with my refund check and it's like Listen, I'm not going to pretend like $200 isn't a lot of money. It is to some people. To me, I mean, that's like two bills. <laughs> so it can be gone in an instant. But um, you know what? I, I know what it is. If you have kids, you get a higher return. I don't have any children. And I'm not about to have any kids just to get some money like once a year. Like that's insane. I hope people don't do that just to get a higher refund check like pop out a couple kids but you get money if you have kids and it's like I don't so I can't I can't get all the the refund money because I haven't reproduced oh no well that's unfortunate when I said I didn't have a lot to talk about I really meant it and you know what it's been only 40 minutes. <laughs> so I don't know. You know what? This is just gonna, we're getting, this is just like a quick little bite, a quick little, a quick little taste. Um, so yeah, I mean, listen, I'm not about to sit up here and pretend like I have more to talk about. I don't. So this has been the Run In My Mouth podcast. 
thank you for allowing me to run my mouth, even though it has been only for like a little bit. Um, follow me on Twitter, because if you're not following me on Twitter, you're only getting half the story. And I just realized every time I say that, every time I say you're, if you're not following me on Twitter, you're only getting half the story. I remember Drag Race, but we're not, you know what? I already said we're going, so we're going. Goodbye. Follow me on Twitter. We'll talk about Drag Race next time if I friggin' remember. But <laughs> yeah, that's it for me. I will see you guys in the next one, in the next episode.